This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th, a brand new week. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how was your weekend? It was, uh, well, yesterday was day one of the weekend. This is day two. So how Um, is your weekend? (laughs) uh, First day Saturday sucked, you know. Uh, Lots of trucks, yada, yada. Holidays, yada, yada. Uh, But yesterday was awesome. Spent the day with uh, my aunt and uncle. And, uh, you know, you can't really do dine-ins and anything. But we did a, uh, we got to eat out on a patio. It was a nice day. Had some uh, Mexican food, which was awesome limited menu so it wasn't what you normally get but uh still fun day got to see their new house be built uh watch football watch the mandalorian yeah no complaints it was a great day what more could you uh, ask so for right good, yeah good good start you know <laughs> uh, how was yours you know not too bad uh, got a lot of stuff done on saturday yesterday uh did a little bit of resting and a little bit of running around um, you know watch some football in the morning in the afternoon uh, Jesse and I decided to do a date day we've been cooped up in the house for god it feels like weeks and so we decided to get out we went to uh, the Nevada Museum of Art um, it was interesting to say the least <laughs> it's oh, well, funny it's good but it sounds like a fun one to get out on yeah you know you go and and half the art is like impressive and 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 you know really really good and then the other half of the art looks like uh, stuff my kids did with macaroni art uh, in you know third grade so but yeah you know, who am i i'm not an art critic in any case you know we went out to dinner of course you know uh trying to get into a restaurant's a little difficult uh not as difficult as it is there in colorado but all in all we had a great great weekend um so yeah you know it's uh monday Obviously, we've got a whole slew of shows lined up for you this week. Hopefully, we don't have any technical issues, knock on wood, uh, but uh, ran some stuff through my computer and uh, looks like so far so good. But let's do this. Let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, I know this isn't something that you really necessarily have to worry about, but have you ever worried about what you would do if you lost your hair? No, I mean, if I I lost my hair, then it's one of those, you know, I wouldn't let it grow, you know, and it's no one, no offense to anyone that does, like, 
you know, if it started to bald like around here where you had like the the Dale look <laughs> from uh, King of the Hill, like I would just I just embrace it and just and rock as I'd rock a bald look best I could. Um, You'd do a Bruce. If Willis. I was that hung up on it, yeah, maybe a hair club for men. I mean, luckily, luckily, I, I should not have that problem in my life. But if I were to, that's probably what I would do. I wouldn't be too worried about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you got those good Italian genes. You're going to have a full head of hair for your entire life. But, you know, not everybody's so lucky. Uh, you know, for me, it's a little thin on the back. But, uh, you know, I, I got over it a long time ago. All that goes to say that a bald Kentucky man caused a disturbance at a salon after he asked a worker if she, quote, had a product to bring his hair back, and she told him no, according to police who busted the chrome-domed invader. Jeffrey Trent, 46, was arrested late last month after allegedly causing a disturbance inside a salon in Lawrenceburg, a city 25 miles west of Lexington. As detailed in the court citation, the 6'3", 250-pound Trent walked into the frame clinic and gallery around 10.40 a.m. and asked about a product to bring his hair back. An employee at the salon, which also doubles as an art gallery and frame shop, okay, that's a weird uh, combination, told Trent that no such magic potion was available. At this point, cops report that Trent became belligerent and created a disturbance inside the business. He was subsequently arrested on a misdemeanor of disorderly conduct. Trent, whose hair color is listed as bald in police and jail records, was booked into Shelby. It's quite the color. What kind of Crayola crayon do you want to use? Um, Bald, please. (laughs) Chrome. Was booked into the Shelby County Detention Center. In an unrelated case, Trent, who remains behind bars, is facing charges for arson, criminal mischief, and violating a protective order. So this guy sounds just like an all-around winner and uh, not the brightest bulb in the the drawer, sharpest tool in the shed, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because I, he's shocked that there's no product to magically bring his hair back. Now, he could go visit Hair Club for Men, Ooh. but uh, pretty sure those are plugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. You know, it's everyone's got their own self-image of, you know, what, what they should look like or what they want to look like. So you can't really judge, put the whole steel in the, the hair plugs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, I mean, what kind of business is this really? It's a hair salon that's also in an art gallery and frame shop. And those are very weird combinations. But Yeah, absolutely. It's a, that's a strange one. Definitely a little tamer than some of the crazy stuff you throw uh, on early mornings where I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, we figured yeah. we'd ease you into the week at this point. We don't want to yeah, hit there you, you go. over the head quite yeah. so soon but uh oh, i give you i give you a shout out too that's a it's a good looking hat there sir and, it is uh, surprisingly our team didn't look too bad last night on prime time against the super bowl champs huh no no not so bad and i got this badass uh broncos uh, salute service hat for my birthday from somebody special tony said Aww. it to me oh But in any case, it is Monday. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. I'm not a big fan of Mondays either, but you know what? We'll make the best of it. As we do on Mondays, we have Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We've got a throwback to what we used to do on Mondays. Put it in your mouth Monday. Our call it topic is Porch Pirates. We have a segment called Utter Nonsense. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. Now, we have a thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you're bald and you made a disturbance in a hair salon slash art gallery slash framing studio. Who knows? We want to know about it. Give us a call on the Phoenix Line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, December 7th. Um, it's Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, but that's, I'm sure we'll get to later in this day in history. Yep. But here is the Filippo Fast Five, because this is the <laughs> All right, kind of lame Fast Five today. Floyd Mayweather Jr. sets an exhibition bout against YouTuber Logan Paul. Oh, Logan guess, Paul's going to get wrecked. Yeah, he's going to get annihilated. Floyd Mayweather has never lost a fight. There's no way this YouTuber is going to beat him. No way. Not happening. Uh, Bad Bunny makes history with the first Spanish language number one album. Again, don't know who Bad Bunny is. I hear him on these Snoop Dogg commercials. I have no idea. (laughs) Boozy Badass threatens Mark Zuckerberg with $20 million lawsuit over social media issues. All right, there's... There's really a rapper called Boozy Badass. I thought you were describing someone. I didn't know that was their That's name. a rapper name, yeah. Okay. Boozy right. Badass. And it's not like ass, like A-S-S. It's A-Z-Z. Of course. Booty Badass. Oh, my gosh. This is why I got out of rap back like during the Death Row record days, man. At least you had incredible rappers with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac, things like that. Back man. when it was Jeez, good. Woof. Anyways, I told you it was a good Filippo Fast Five, right? Metal Gear Solid film lands Oscar Isaac in lead as Solid Snake. I think that warrants a... uh... (laughs) And The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus is releasing a behind-the-scenes photography book uh, to commemorate all the behind-the-scenes of the show, which I think that'd be a fun uh, collector's book as far as a coffee table read you know around the holidays this time of the year is where people get you uh coffee table books which is photos of like things you like um i happen to get this really cool one for christmas myself yesterday it's uh kickstart my heart uh motley crew day by day uh coffee table book uh a lot of good stuff there. Very cool. You can put it on. got that for me hey i'm a big motley fan so for me that was pretty cool you're gonna put it on your coffee table uh, well, I don't have a coffee table, so That's it's going to sit I on asked. my stand right there. Yeah. I don't really have anywhere else to display it. So yeah, right. that was the Filippo Fast Five, and uh, we're rolling into the entertainment news. Every Monday, we always kick off with a uh, box office report. Uh, it's just the more and more entertainment news we drop as far as streaming goes and stuff. I, I swear 
it's like the little engine that could. I hope it prevails and gets back on track in 2021, but I don't know. We'll see. But without any further ado, let's go over the box office report. Um, obviously, no real competition out there, so the Crude's a new age easily held its spot on top of the box office with an estimated $4.4 million for its second weekend. The PG-rated DreamWorks movie with the voices of Nicolas Cage, Emma Stone, and Ryan Reynolds it dropped 55% from last weekend, and uh, going down uh, from a domestic 12-day total to $20.3 million and $60.5 million worldwide. It made its money, almost made its money back. It cost $65 million to make, so not too bad, all things considered. It'll make its uh, money back. Rounding, rounding out uh, the movies. Uh, did you see any movies this weekend? Nope, not a one. No, yeah, me, me either. Uh, well, the Croods obviously were number one. Uh, Half Brothers uh, was number two with $0.72 million. Freaky, still hanging up there, number three, uh, is now up to $7.7 million, And it's now on demand. You can actually just uh, rent it and watch it at home. All My Life, which uh, had uh, Jessica Roth. Uh, she was from the Happy Death Day movies. It's a... Uh, uh, she's in there with Harry Shum Jr. from Crazy Rich Asians. Um, oh. It's a love... Like a love movie. Like, he gets cancer. They fall in love. He gets cancer. The trailer spoils it all for you. It oh, looks, yeah. It looks yeah. actually kind of sad. You know, It doesn't look bad. It looks like one of those... It looks very sad, but... looks like one of those Kirk Cameron movies. You know, you always know what yeah. to expect, and they tell you the entire movie in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it it, it, start, it debuted at number four. Uh, the War with Grandpa, number five. Elf, back in theaters, number six. Come Play is still going... That's still in the top ten. Number seven, Let Him Go. That was the Kevin Costner, Diane Lane movie. Number eight, Honest Thief, a.k.a. Taken 7, 9. And Die Hard, the original yeah. Die Hard is back in theaters at number ten. You yep. beat Kaye, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> you beat and me too. That's your box office report this week. I mean, it's just sad. It really is. Uh, I really wish uh, we could get some more op- more movies back in. So. Well, and really the next big movie to come out to theaters is Wonder Woman 84, which drops on uh, Christmas Day, but yeah. you can also watch it at home if you've got HBO Max. So, Absolutely. And you notice, too, another big thing about movies right now is, is they're, sure, they're coming out like around the holidays, like the Croods came out and, and just gave it a boost of life. Yeah. And then it just dies off. And, and that worries me. I, I am worried a lot for theaters in 2021, you know, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things I don't want it to, I don't want to see it go away. I don't want it to be like, I had this conversation with this, this nice gal um, that I've been chatting with. And uh, we talked about like the old days of how sad it is. Like video stores don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that used to be a good date night kind of thing. Like, let's go to the movie store. Let's go pick out a movie. Like, the whole joy of actually going to a video store and and find something you both wanted to watch, and you would rent these movies, and then you'd go back and you'd watch them. And, yeah, you could do it online. You could go to Redbox, yada, yada. But, man, the the fun factor that that doesn't exist anymore, um, I don't want the theaters to be a part of that conversation. No, me neither. And I think what the theater, or not the theaters, but the studios need to do is instead of releasing their big movies, which obviously obviously they've pushed back, release their middle-of-the-road movies. And, you know, you get something like War with Grandpa, which, you know, never would have done well 
despite the coronavirus, but is doing actually pretty well because it's one of the only options out there. So the studios once a week should release just one of these middle-of-the-road movies. Yeah, just, just something that's been sitting going. in the can for a while. Uh, what was that movie with Daisy? Yeah, they've actually put a trailer out finally. It was it has Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland before they were like super popular. I think Daisy Ridley had already shot uh, The Force Awakens and Tom Holland had just done Spider-Man. Okay. So it was before they became really big, bigger actors and actresses uh, and their movies getting a full blown release next year. And it doesn't even look all that great, right. you know, but it's one of those they should put out. It, it, it would do well if it came out right now. So. I agree. Absolutely agree. All right. Well, the rest of this conversation is going to be all TV talk, and we'll see what we can cram in in two minutes. All right. Uh, Marvel Haw- Marvel's Hawkeye, which is back in production and uh, filming for Disney Plus, uh, lands Florence Pugh uh, from uh, Black Widow. She joins the cast, so not, I guess that's kind of a spoiler that Black Widow will tie in with Hawkeye. I mean, really shouldn't be a spoiler you follow the series right um the upcoming hawkeye tv series is going to get a visit from black widow though throughout the mcu hawkeye and black widow have operated as partners and friends with clint barton and natasha romanoff uh forming a very close bond it looks like that bond will continue on as both characters pass on their mantles to new characters marvel's hawkeye which will introduce kate bishop Martin's protege into the MCU will also include the younger Black Widow, played by Florence Pugh. According to the report from Variety, Pugh will reprise her role as Yelena Belova in Marvel's Hawkeye. And obviously, they haven't introduced her quite yet because we haven't seen Black Widow. This <laughs> is how, why things have gotten messed up in the timeline. Um, so the show is going to really give them a platform to introduce these characters. They're probably all building towards the new Avengers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, coming in the new year, it doesn't say the exact date, but uh, sometime in 2021, Marvel's Hawkeye TV series will be on Disney+. Plus. Let us know if you're excited down below on the Phoenix page, if, if that's something you're excited for. I'm still excited just to see frickin' Black Widow. So Yeah, when that comes out. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, really cool news over the weekend. Um, you and I have talked many times about Last Man Standing, uh, being one of those funny shows, a lot of good throwbacks to home improvement. Um, well, it's on its last season, and why not? Why not continue to borrow from uh, the original um, Tim Allen show? Mm-hmm. Last Man Standing is actually going to have Mike Baxter meet Tim Taylor. So they're actually going to be bring. Uh, obviously, Tim Allen's playing both, but it's an older Tim, <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor. And he's wearing his Binford shirt, and uh, he, he talks about coming on to Tool Time, and and <laughs> a lot of a lot of that. So that should, should be, be a fun crossover episode. Yeah, actually. that should I'm, be a lot of fun. I'm I'm a lot, and there's a lot of jokes too, where Mike Baxter has a beard, and he goes, "I look like I could be Santa Claus." It's <laughs> a nice little throwback <laughs> with Santa Claus movies there. So, with that being said, and then lastly, before I roll on to the birthdays, if you guys get a chance. Um, we're both Christian and I are not fans of Pete Davidson. We've made that known. We don't find him funny and stuff, but he was actually a part of a really funny skit that went viral over the weekend. Uh, they did a, a Christmas episode with Jason Bateman as the host on SNL. Uh, well, the uh, cameo was about uh, instead of Stan, that Eminem song Stan, they had this character Stu who was writing nasty. <laughs> it was 
him going after Santa Claus, you know, instead of Stan wanting to meet Eminem. It's all about getting a PS5. It the stuff's hilarious. Eminem even makes an appearance in the video. Definitely check it out. It's surprisingly funny. So <laughs> that is it. In a rather just kind of oh hum entertainment news. Let's roll on to those December seventh birthdays, shall we? It's my birthday. birthday! All right. He was a member of the Shield, a fringe lunatic. Said, F it, I'm tired of sports entertainment. I want to be a wrestler, which is still sports entertainment. And he went on to AEW. I know if you don't watch wrestling, you're not going to get any of those. But um, John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, is 35. Um, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a Celtic. Nah, it's just Larry Bird. He's 64. Um, he once phoned home with E.T. And he stayed golden as a pony boy. C. Thomas Howell is 54. This beast once dated Katniss Everdeen, but don't worry. He warmed his body so he didn't stay blue. He's Nicholas Holt, and he's 31. This 49er who flew with the Eagles before getting his popcorn ready with damn boys, before bungling his career in Cincinnati, that's Terrell Owens. He's still in phenomenal shape at 47. Ah, holy effing spit. This fun, foul-mouthed detective once had a crush on her TV brother and then married him in real life. It is a shame her character met such a lame end, as did her marriage. Oh, well, smile. It's your effing birthday, Jennifer Carter, at 41. She had such a potty mouth on the show. Yeah, she did. <laughs> the legend, This legendary Hall of Famer was not a bench warmer. He was usually red hot. Johnny Bench is 73. And lastly, this tight end likely screwed you this week in fantasy football. But, hey, who didn't? And I'm not talking you, Rudolph. Rudolph. Yes, Hunter Henry of the Chargers, 26. Happy birthday, you filthy animals. <laughs> whoa. Well, folks, that does it for the whoa, entertainment whoa. news when we come back. Tony's going to take whoa. us through Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on YouTube Live or Facebook Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, you can. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. Now, being that it is Monday, as we do on Mondays, Tony's going to take us through Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. (laughs) (laughs) I just every time, man, I picture I see the damn Pee Wee's Playhouse entrance and I see that little Furbert doing his thing. So. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, it's funny. Well, it's that time of the week again where, silly rabbit, this bit's for kids. Uh, this week is, uh, you know, you had passed along a couple of things to help me out find some things for the segment, which is great. Um, today we're going to cover uh, some funny tweets, uh, parenting tweets uh, over the month of November uh, that uh, parents have tweeted about what their kids are up to. I mean, do you have any funny things that uh, that just shows um, where like your kid says they're bored and then you tell them to do something, but then they give you uh, kind of like a, a weird story where you're just like, well, just go do that instead. Right. So, I uh, yeah. I, I don't know about that specifically, but yeah, they'll say they're bored. You tell them to do something and apparently they're not that bored. Yeah. So, well, let's find out. I'm going to read you some tweets. We're going to see what happens here. All right. Um, Henpecked Hal, my wife wanted to climb the tree in our front yard to hang Christmas lights, but my toddler cried and begged her not to so she wouldn't get hurt. It was a warm, caring moment that showed how much she loves her mom. Moments later, she suggested I climb the tree instead. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I don't want mommy to do it. I, you do it. Mommy, do you do it. <laughs> it's okay if dad I'd imagine fall. that's how Henpecked Hal's uh, life had to go there. I, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we don't want mom hurt, but it's okay if dad falls and breaks his neck. Yeah, it's always okay, you know. It's it's just how it goes. Typically, I would say in in most, maybe not all parents feel that way, but I think the mom typically is the more popular one. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's how it was in our household. Mom was, you know, mom was also scary too sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> You know, if you pissed her off, you, you definitely, you were scared. You so. felt the wrath. I digress. Ricky at, uh, on Twitter here, my daughter asked me, what's it like to be a parent? So I followed her around asking why over and over until she started crying. Oh, that's just vintage. <laughs> <laughs> why? I guess that's something I would do if I was a parent, you know, like there's that point where I would ask the kid. I always used to say, um, if I had a kid that threw a temper tantrum in public, I would throw a bigger temper tantrum to piss them off. Um, and I tried it once with my niece at a Jack in the box. It didn't go well. It was bad. It went way bad. <laughs> so I've, I've gotten to try that. It doesn't work, but that's funny to me that <laughs> what's it like to be a parent? Why? Hey, why? I, why? I, I've done that to one of my kids at home before. Uh, they just wouldn't stop crying, crying and whining. And <laughs> cry me. Cry me. Cry me a river there, friend. <laughs> And at one point, just turned into his face and just, and <laughs> sure enough, he stopped crying, but he, he was quite confused. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. That's just funny. It throws him off like, wait, why is he? That, that, that's my line. Why, why are you reading my line? That's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, WTF Dad on Twitter says, me, this day is stressing me. I need a drink. Three-year-old, here you go, Dad, hands me his milk. Me, got anything stronger? three-year-old yep mom can you get dad a chocolate milk <laughs> oh that's precious that's cute that's just cute stuff that might even be the soundbite today i don't know um uh, kate on twitter my four-year-old when asked by a friend at a daycare why she has two mums and no dad told her that dad was eaten by a shark you know, it's it, it happens, and I guess that you sidestep having to explain 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 stuff. You know, I love that they call it mum. Hello, mum. <laughs> so, oh, if Kate on Twitter, mum. 
if dad was eaten by a shark, does that make the kid a baby shark? Oh, no. God dang it. You're welcome. Thanks, Twitter. Simon Holland, I have a wife and two daughters. They can never find a hair tie, and I can never stop finding them. Isn't that isn't that the truth? Like girlfriends I've had, you know, like I obviously don't need a hair tie, right? You know, no. maybe for this pathetic November beard, but uh, even that won't do nothing. <laughs> and I always seem to find them around my house. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Now, hair ties aren't as big of a deal. Uh, Jesse will not be able to find a bobby pin, but anywhere I step in the carpet, there's a bobby pin. Or if I climb into bed and roll over, there's a bobby pin in my side. Um, It's something that it must just gravitate to us and away from them. Yeah, it's it's the craziest thing. Stabatha Christie on Twitter. One day when my teenager was upset... I said, it is what it is. And now he says to me, every time I'm upset, he says it to me every time I'm upset. And oh, wow, it does not feel good. Nope. Ah, Damn it, we're going to lose the house. It is what it is. (laughs) No, no, we're losing the house. Like, we're going to be homeless. It is what it is. (laughs) But I still get that PS5 for Christmas, right? Right? Okay. One of the most powerful phrases you can use as a parent, and I always thought growing up, I'm never going to say this because it drove me nuts, but of course I do now because I am a parent, because I said so. Because I said so, yeah. It is a conversation I, ender, because I said I'm a, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that at work tomorrow when I get my ass lit up for being over on hours. Why were you over on hours? It is what it is. Because I um, said so. And because I said so. And also, baby shark. <laughs> do, 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 do. So that's going to be in my head. Oh, handpicked Hal has made the list again. When do kids firmly grasp the concept of time? When Never. referring to last week, my four-year-old says, a yesterday that happened a long time ago. Let that sink in. <laughs> oh, yesterday, that happened a long time ago. So I might even use that. I might borrow handpicked Hal's thing to get my ass out of a sling. Why were you over hours? Eh, that was yesterday. That happened a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember. Happened a long it, time ago. It is what it is. It just, that does kind of work. It is what it is. <laughs> you can't change it. It has already happened. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Mom jeans. My kid keeps referring to himself as a human boy, and now I'm starting to have doubts. <laughs> <laughs> son, can, son, how was your day? I am a human boy. Are you sure? The fact I that, am human. The fact that he has to specify human is is definitely cause for concern. It is a little bit of concern. What a sweet name on Twitter here. Sweet Mama Mamosa. Sweet Mamosa. Mm. Kid, if lemonade has lemons in it, then does Powerade have powers in it? Me sipping a Gatorade? I sure hope not. <laughs> Ooh, if she's sipping a Gatorade, it's made with uh, real chunks of gator. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably why she did that. Yeah. yeah. But of course, if you want power. And lastly, because I see the time just expired, village person, when having a bad day as a parent, I just remind myself that plenty of animals won't hesitate to eat their kids. So easily, I'm in gold star territory. Yeah, yeah. Any day that you don't eat your own children is a day worth living. 
<laughs> there you go. It's, and probably just don't do it because then it's cannibalism and you're going to go to prison and you're a very bad There bad are a human. few consequences. You're a bad human. <laughs> but you know what there's not consequences to? Coming back to our show. So we're headed off to a break. When we come back, we've got to Put It In Your Mouth Monday, revisiting a topic that we used to do quite a bit. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. We've made it to the fourth and final segment of the first hour, but don't fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour on a Monday. It's brand new shows. We've been away for a weekend and we're having pretty good time here now if you missed a portion a of the pretty show, pretty good time oh we're having a very good time if you missed a portion there of the show go. hype it up hype it yeah. up it's a monday want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows well it's easy enough to do so head over to phoenixmedia.us click on the show's link scroll on down to the christian phoenix radio show from there you can get video you can get audio as well or head over to wherever you get podcasts apple google stitcher spotify anchor breaker tune in iheart about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you have access to the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing, a segment that we used to do every Monday was something we called Put It In Your Mouth Monday, where I would run down a list of uh, the grosser foods around the world, find out if Tony would eat them. And uh, the reason we kind of stopped doing it is because universally, eh, the answer was just about no every time because those foods were pretty gross. But in any case, we yeah, are... And we did have the adventurous... Well, it was always Ryan would say yes. Like, there was nothing that guy would say no to. And then... I would rarely say yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it became a little predictable, but uh, in any case, what we're going to do is a new rendition of Put It In Your Mouth Monday. We're, we're going to run down some interesting food facts. Yummy! So, Tony, you don't have to worry about uh, being asked, would you put it in your mouth? Because in most cases, the answer was no. But in this case, did you know that the only difference between Pepsi and Coke is that Pepsi is made with citric acid, acid while Coke is not? No, I did not know that. Now, I did hear, like, wasn't Coke back in the early days actually had some actual cocaine in it back before it was illegal and all that? I don't know. Or is that a myth? Is that just a myth? could just be a myth. That's a good question. Um, you know, you, you always hear that growing up, but I can't imagine that it at any point would have had actual cocaine in it. But... You never know. Folks, if yeah. you know, you can always chime in on our Facebook page and let, let us. us know. Yeah. I don't do drugs, so I don't know. I look <laughs> like I do sometimes because my eyes are always squinty. I noticed that. Just say no. Just say no. Um, I was going to say, too, Coke of Mexico, I heard, is a lot better than regular Coke. A lot it of is. sugar in it. It's made with sugar. real cane sugar versus uh, high fructose corn, corn syrup. I actually prefer mm. the Mexican Coke to uh, our regular Coke. There you go. Speaking of uh, sugary soft drinks, Tony, how big are you on Mountain Dew? Don't like Mountain Dew. Shrivels the boys. That was always the uh, that was always the uh, the rumor. And you know, when you're in high well in high school, you know, when I heard that, it's probably an old folk tale or whatever. Right. 
didn't 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 want a little shrinkage, you know. You're very self conscious about that stuff back then. Nowadays, eh, whatever. But uh, you didn't want to do the do. Yeah, no, I I've had Mountain Dew before. I don't find it to be all that good. It's actually meh. Every once in a while, I get a craving for it, but it's not something that I get on a regular basis. You just wake up, you look at Jesse, you're like, "Damn it, that bobby pin poked me." Go, oh, I really want a Mountain Dew. Now. I'm gonna do the do now. Well, did you know do the do because you got bobby pinned? Right. Did you know Mountain Dew is largely orange juice? So the first three ingredients are carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, and concentrated orange juice. Wow. Yeah. This is where you do the more you know. I was this day years old when I learned that. <laughs> All right, moving on with our food facts for Put It In Your Mouth Monday. Tony, did you know that cranberries grow in marshes, not on trees? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah they grow I like, in swamps. I like and... cranberries. Now, I knew that before because they always had those ocean spray cranberry commercials where you had uh, you know, the two farmers who were standing in the marsh full of cranberries and one who yeah. wasn't oh, quite yeah. so bright. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of cranberries, though. Too, too no. tart. Too, you know. too tarty. Well, they got to be mixed with something. I like the ocean spray cranberry juice, per se. That's kind of more my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to mix a little bit in my smoothie. And I always think of that TikTok video now, you know, the one where the the Hispanic guy's on the skateboard and he's drinking his thing to uh, uh, Dreams by yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And it went viral. Yeah. So now every time I make my smoothie, I look at the Ocean Spray bottle and I always like, I kind of want to do a quick video with it. But then I'm like, you have like five minutes to make a smoothie, dude. <laughs> not today, Tone. Not today. Yeah, do your smoothie and get the hell back. Ain't no one watch it. Be original. Don't steal that dude's idea. <laughs> well, let's move on with Put It In Your Mouth Monday. Get in my belly! Tony, I know you're not big on the vegetables, but where do you stand on asparagus? I love asparagus. Shocking. I know, like, that is uh, I, I like it steamed. I like it pr- grilled is good. When you when you grill it up and saute it a bit, put a little pepper, a little butter over it, and just grill it, or you can mix it with whatever flavor you want. But yeah, I love asparagus, man. Ooh, asparagus is so good. Uh, are you familiar it with? Makes, uh, it makes your uh, pee pee stink. Though, oh yeah, you know, it does. Like pee. I shouldn't say pee pee. I don't. I don't know if it makes that stink. Sorry, <laughs> it's a family show, right? Uh, yeah, no, it makes your urine smell a little on the funk funk side. There you go. Well, did you know that it grows straight out of the ground, just as stalks, and they basically I did. hawk it off? Yeah, and... uh, Lady Devil, Blacktop Devil's wife Heather, uh, they go asparagus picking. So yeah, I did know that. That's, Weird, huh? That's a strange Weird. thing to do as a couple, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they go asparagus picking. All right. <laughs> Check out Blacktop Devil on YouTube, huh? Yeah. There you yeah. go. Shameless plug. Yeah, Shameless they're they're going to ride their Harleys in all their leather to go asparagus Today we're riding our Harleys, riding around in my automobile. Um, um. We're going Stop to Stop in the big asparagus with my wife. Um, um, um. <laughs> all right, moving on with... Uh, uh, put it in your mouth Monday. I almost forgot what segment we were doing. <laughs> Yummy! <laughs> Tony, uh, so we know you like asparagus, and it pairs really well with salmon. Are you a big salmon fan? If it's done right. Yeah, I'm not real big on fish and stuff, but salmon's actually pretty damn good. If you if it's cooked right, marinated right, uh, my grandpa Bill used to make a wicked good, uh, wicked good uh, salmon. So, yeah, 
Um, I'm definitely not against it. It's not my go-to. It's not somewhere where I'm going to go, like, I don't wake up and crave. I'm like, hey, today I feel like Sam. You know? <laughs> but uh, if it's on the menu and, uh, you know, sometimes it does cross the mind. So, yeah. You know has really good salmon? Costco. Yes, we do. Yeah, very, they've got that, uh, salmon, that yeah. butter pesto salmon. Oh, so good. So good. Making my mouth yeah. water now. Yeah, well, making my mouth water. When you cook salmon, have you noticed those that white uh, congealed stuff that cooks out of it before? Mm-hmm. Did you know that that white gunk is not actually fat? It's protein, and there's nothing wrong with it, and it's called albumin. I still scrape no. it off, but... Uh, yeah, yeah I still take it off, too, yeah. And I know sometimes people freak out, like, because we have such fresh salmon at work, um, that people freak sometimes because they see the little the little uh, worm-looking thing moving around yeah. on them sometimes. <laughs> it's a little disturbing, but, you know, you cook it, it dies. It's, it's not harmful. Yeah. Tony, do you wash your chicken? That's not a euphemism. I'm asking if you seriously wash your chicken. <laughs> well, I guess it's better than you ask if if, you, if I choke it, right? Right. Um, hello. Yeah. Well, yeah. You wanna you wanna give it at least a quick rinse. Uh, the reason being, when you cook it, if you're gonna marinate it and stuff, then all that extra chicken juice is not soaking in. So yeah, you want to give it a quick rinse. Well, guess what? Experts agree you usually don't need to wash chicken before you cook it. In fact, everyone that uh, they spoke to, including the USDA rep, a germ expert, and a prominent New York City chef, discouraged the practice. Lots of people do it, but it can often be more harmful than helpful. So you don't need to wash your chicken tone. Yeah, that's good. I mean, if it's like pre-done, if it's a frozen chicken breast or something, typically not. But if you get that fresh chicken, you know... um, it is. Oh, sorry. I was just a nice fan chimed in and said, I quit leaning back. I can't really hear you when you lean back. But How dare you tell me? It's more comfortable on my back. <laughs> leaning like this for two hours stiffens me. Yeah. Um, so I will talk a little louder, I guess, too. Um, the uh, lost my train of thought, so I don't know. Okay, we'll move, move on. on. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. I read a thing and I'm lost. I have no <laughs> idea where I'm at now. Something about chicken, juice, yada, yada. Sure. Moving on with Put It In Your Mouth Monday. Get in my belly! Tony, when you drink alcohol, is it something that makes you tired or is it something that gets you moving and, and silly and weird? Oh, you know, it uh, doesn't make you horny, baby. Yeah. Oh. oh, alcohol. Yeah, it just depends. It makes me loopy, silly, and I swear I'm not drinking right now, even though I just giggly and laugh. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it definitely, it makes you happy, and then uh, eventually it does make you tired, yeah. Yeah, for me, mostly alcohol makes me tired, which is why I don't like drink it, drinking it, uh, you know, especially if I'm out, just because I want to yeah. go home and go to bed. But uh, Yeah, I, I don't like to drink a lot, too, because then I talk to bushes, and I make really piss-poor decisions. So. <laughs> well, out, out of all the popular alcoholic drinks, red wine makes you the sleepiest, so... Oh, it makes you feel so fine. Keeps you popping all of the time. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the first hour. That does it for Put It In Your Mouth Monday. When we come back, we've Damn, got our call-in topic of Porch Pirates. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. Seven! Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Video 
Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Radio show. It is Monday, December 7th. We are your daily <laughs> dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy ah, world. Laughs and levity is for you on Monday. Technical difficulties. Oh, it never, never, never fails. Well, <laughs> I was worried because, like, okay, so we are just coming back from that long break, mm-hmm. which turned out to be a little longer. Um, but the uh, crazy things, yeah, I'm, de- I'm getting texts. Seem to have lost you guys. You um, did. <laughs> yeah. So what happened is uh, we, I don't know, it just like right before I jumped on, I got, you know, smoothie ready, ready to go three minutes or two minutes before showtime. And then I hear this. Um, <laughs> Chris does this uh, little promo. It's a recorded one. And then it says, uh Get everything you need at crew 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 for whatever reason, the Wi-Fi just momentarily goes down, comes back up, and of course it kicks everything off. Oh, it's just, it is frustrating, but you know what? It's its the way things go. So what we're going to do is we're going to get through this segment of the show, and then we're going to basically come back to the show Um and uh are we are we on youtube right now are we on facebook like what like where are we at uh we are on none of the above we are on internet radio only at this point and uh, i am recording what's going on for posterity but uh in any case do you want to do you want to save this segment for a different one and just uh vamp and freestyle go to break get it back up actually what i'm gonna do is we're gonna go to break now I'm going to get everything yeah. back up and running, and then we'll come back and do a longer version of uh, you know our, our second segment, which is our call-in topic oh. of Porch Pirates. And, yeah, uh, I like it. We'll basically go from there. So, Okay, let's that, do that so we can get the, uh, the viewing audience and stuff. If you're listening out there in radio, uh, it's good. I'm getting told by a lot of different people watching the show, hey, where are you guys at? Can't hear you. So we might as well just get this back on track. Yeah. Huh? So let's go to the break. We will be back momentarily. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Oh, buddy. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. 
Well, we're back up on Facebook. We're back up on YouTube. You know, it's just sort of a carryover from last week. And, of course, I spoke maybe a little too soon earlier when I said I hope there was going to be no technical issues because, sure enough, right. there was. <laughs> there was good. During the break, I did put up a video. said, hang with us. We'll be back when we can. So uh, ignore that video um, now because we're back up and running. We are back, yeah. That's Luck- good. Do we need to reshare the feed or anything? Not to go off script or not that we have a script. Uh, it's up to stick you. Stick to a schedule. Yeah, it's up to you. Nice. I mean, well, we were having uh, we were having good feedback. Uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of feedback this morning from Stacy. So thank you, Stacy, for tuning in. <clears throat> I got a smoothie piece there stuck. So. <laughs> so as we were going to do, obviously, in the previous segment, for everything sort of fell to pieces. We're going to talk about Porch Pirates. Now, it is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear Porch from Pirates. you guys, the Ooh. listeners and the viewers. Chime in now with your Porch Pirate experiences, or maybe you were a Porch Pirate in your younger days. Maybe you are ashamed of yourself and you just want to get it off your chest. Well, you can go over to our Facebook page, our live video, our new live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. You know, the, the subject of Porch Pirates came up uh, mostly because we're in that time of year where, uh, especially with the whole COVID thing going on, uh, people are getting their shopping done via the Internet. Online packages being delivered to the houses. And, of course, you have to be more than careful or uh, careful more than ever now that uh, that's the case and of course the viral video keeps popping up uh that came out i want to say a couple years ago where somebody put together this contraption for porch pirates left it out on there and of course it had uh audio it had video on it and uh, when they opened it up it was a glitter bomb they got nailed with a glitter bomb and then uh, i think they added some like skunk spray and and uh, just so much fun to watch but uh while that is fun having somebody steal your holiday gifts something that most of us work hard to save up money to get gifts for our loved ones somebody stealing it is just frustrating as can be it's 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 terrible no one should do that it, you know it's given other companies like more ways to make money you can get like a lock box out there they actually you know we saw them at costco I mean, we did we haven't had them in a little bit but um they have big box lock things you could just uh leave on your porch and uh lock it up and then you can have your guys <clears throat> the fedex or ups or whoever delivers your amazon stuff can just fit it in that box and once they shut like they can open like it's unlocked but then they can lock it or something like that now tony have you ever been the victim of a porch pirate Mm-mm. thank god no um unless unless um, years ago, you had gotten me a Christmas gift, and uh, you had brought this up months after this Christmas. This was, I was years and years ago, mm. and you're like, "Hey, you've never said anything about that gift I sent you." And I'm like, "What gift?" And you're like, "I sent you a Broncos tiki. It was like a tiki zombie thing. Or it was something a zombie lawn sent. gnome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, you're like, what? What do you mean you didn't get it? And this was like, like I said, a month after that Christmas, like. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I never, never got anything. Um, and you're like, well, son of a bitch. I, uh, <laughs> you're like, well, I got you. I, I sent you and Adam something, but uh, you guys never said, um, I think he said thank you, but you said something like, I never said thank you. And I was like, 
I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. So unless that was the only case, because to this day, I've still never got it, you know, or it'd be sitting on this shelf right here. Right. Um, yeah. So I maybe maybe that's the one time I did because I did live in a townhome in Thornton at the time there. Um, so it, it is quite possible that I that had to happen that one time because to this day, it's a mystery. Never got it. So, yeah. Yeah, it magically disappeared. Of course, don't know if that happened in the mailing process or if it showed up. And of course, you were the victim of a porch pirate. Uh, luckily, yeah, that was the early days of them dropping stuff off. I think back then too. So. Yeah, luckily where we live here, um, you know, our front door is way back and it's dark. And of course, we've got two big dogs that bark. So uh, we've been pretty lucky considering that uh you know we get packages all year round uh, jesse's a big fan of amazon and so uh you know they're always they're always there and they're always uh um unmolested i think would be <laughs> the best way to put it now uh we do want to encourage you guys if you have had a run-in with a porch pirate um if they just piss you off or if you were one in a previous life you are more than welcome to comment on our Facebook live video over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio. Let us know what your run in with the porch pirate is. Uh, Tony, anybody chime in on your end? Obviously, we had a little bit of a technical issue before, so we weren't able to fully put out what we were trying to say, but you never know. No, no. I got an update that I'll be doing an overnight tomorrow, so that's about it. All so right, Yeah. Well, where's where's my? Uh, They're pirating your. Uh, <laughs> you're pirating my free time in life. Let me uh, get this. What the? Every day I gotta do a mother overnight. Uh, that pisses me off. Just pisses me right up. I'm not moving my mouth. I really don't feel that bad about it. Just it's no surprise, you know. But no, no one chimed in. Just. Uh, I just can't wait for I can't wait for my break, man. I, I need know. a breather. I know. Well, I've got uh, ten clever ways to foil porch pirates. Have uh, just in case you know that's something that you have to deal porch with. Porch pirates, the little pirates. Yeah, we're coming to take your crap. Yeah, <laughs> and in many cases, these are just common sense. For instance requiring a signature when your shopping cart is full your payment information is entered and it's time to choose your shipping details take a moment to check off signature required this is an option with all major services like ups fedex dhl and usps if you're in a bind and won't be home to sign for your package see if your delivery service will let you redirect the package to a trusted neighbor's address uh, ups my choice does this for instance you can often request a delivery confirmation as well um a lot of us are working from home right now, and so having delivery confirmation, you know, you're there, might as well sign for it, and last thing you want is your package sitting on your front porch, somebody stealing it when you were home the entire time. So uh, definitely something that's worth looking into, worth doing. Something else you can do is pay for package receiving service. If you're hardly ever around to receive the packages, consider signing up for a paid service that will receive and protect your packages until you can pick them up. Major delivery services like FedEx and UPS offer locker services internationally, but you probably have a local package receiving center in your uh, if you live in a big city like New York. Um, of course, you can always rent a USPS post office box too. And of course, you know that your package is always gonna arrive and you can collect it 
as needed, uh, but it's not right there at your house. So you do have to go out to get it. One extra step, yeah, which, but it saves One it. extra step, but if it secures it, that's always a good thing. You know, it's, uh, especially if you're waiting. Now, when I ship packages, I always pay for the uh, tracking and uh, sometimes the insurance, you know, like mm-hmm. just to make sure, I mean, that way if it goes missing at least you know where it went who you know i don't usually do the sign off thing because people are typically not home yeah when the packages show up so i don't do that because then it, it it gets shipped back and forth and that just becomes a nightmare yeah it's tough you know it's uh depending on how you have it set up if you require a signature but you're not home to sign for it then they take it away they leave you a little note maybe the note flies off um you know there's a lot of moving pieces to just making sure that you get your package now one thing that i've done recently is on black friday we uh bought black friday deals from walmart and uh, i was sitting here and and one day I, I get a call. I didn't answer because I didn't recognize the number, but they left a message and said, uh, this is so-and-so from DoorDash, and your package is on your front door. I like, I didn't order any food. Well, went out there, and uh, they were the ones who delivered our Walmart.com order on the front door, and they actually took a picture of it and sent it to the email. So, uh, you know, you know for a fact that it was delivered, that it was there, and it shows it right there at your front door. So um, it's... Uh, something that they're doing to help protect you uh let's see there is eh, still about four minutes left so if you want to chime in on porch pirates whether they have uh you know you've been a victim of them they've made you walk the plank whatever it may be feel free to chime in on our comments section but uh moving on with ways that you can protect yourself from said porch pirates you can use an app called doorman If you work a 9-to-5 job and want your packages delivered at night, Doorman is the app for you. Your packages will go straight to your local Doorman address. As of now, there are locations in New York City, San Francisco, and Chicago only, but the company is growing. Then schedule a time from 6 p.m. to midnight when you're home to receive it to have your package delivered to you. Uh, to your door by one of doorman's drivers which uh, is a great way to do it if you live in a big city like that and it'd be nice to see it come out uh, sort of nationwide because that's a valuable valuable service all right let's yeah check. definitely just check in the comments see if anybody else chimed in of course uh, we are on our second live video so don't click into the first one because that's not going to do you any good it's not working anymore yep yep Uh, Moving on with ways to foil those pesky porch pirates. Tony sort of mentioned something similar to this. You can get something called a porch pirate bag. Outsmart package thieves with this 30-inch by 40-inch PVC reinforced nylon bag that locks to your front door or gate. Instruct delivery people to drop the package inside, then lock it using the attached combination lock. Even though the porch pirate bag could conceivably be cut open by a determined thief, it is more than likely that'd be an effective deterrent, deterrent, and at $35, it's a relatively affordable experiment. And, uh, you know, obviously, it's got a big old pirate face with a line through it uh, trying to deter them. And, you know, porch pirates are crimes of opportunity. So uh, if they have to mess with it, if they have to struggle with it, chances are they're just going to move on to the next house where it's a little bit easier. Now, Tony, have yeah. you... Have you heard of a thing called Amazon Key? Amazon Key, I don't know if that's the same as the Amazon Locker, where uh, 
I don't. So I, maybe not the key. I've heard of the locker one where you can just they tell you where it's at and then you, they give you a code and you go pick it up. Yeah, locker is on this list, but Amazon Key is actually for your home. If you're an Amazon Prime member in an eligible location, you can sign up for Amazon Key and have your packages delivered inside your home or vehicle. And despite the name, no key is required. First, you install the Amazon Key Home Kit, which includes a smart lock, security camera, and the Amazon Key app. Then you can remotely unlock your door via the app to let the delivery person inside. The camera lets you watch live footage of them coming and going. And, uh, you know, it's yes, they're, they are entering your house, but they're not walking in. They're just sliding it in, closing the door, and you're able to watch the whole process. And so it's uh, instills some confidence. And, uh, you know, with Amazon, their delivery people are, are pretty trustworthy. Yeah, that's... I've never heard of that. That's innovative. It is definitely a new way. It combats uh, porch pirating. I, I don't know about the house thing. I know that's going to be intrusive for some. I mean, for me personally, it probably wouldn't bother me. I mean, if I could see you <laughs> in, you're just dropping and going. Because if you do anything, at least you are on camera. And you it, there. it's, it, you know, it's going to be a reputable, well, see, seemingly reputable uh, Amazon employee they'll be able to have a background. I'm sure all that stuff will be done. So if it was through Amazon, a company I do trust, yeah, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> now, Kendra did chime in. She said, I think ring doorbells are stupid. How can you tell who's who? Uh, obviously, some of them are, are very clear, but uh, you know, if they're wearing a uniform, that's usually a, a good uh, uh, case yeah. there to figure out. Uh, you know, Either they belong there or they don't. And she also mentioned, no one gets access to my home, period. Uh, and that's definitely a better safe than sorry sort of thing. Well, folks, that does it for our call-in topic today of Porch Pirates. Tomorrow's call-in topic, and we invite you guys to call in on the Phoenix line at any point today to be uh, featured on tomorrow's worst TV series finale ever. Um, ha, 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 ha. Oh, you know it. <laughs> there are so many to choose from. You know, we love certain television shows, and then you get to that finale, and it just falls flat. Well, that's what we're talking about tomorrow. Folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we've got our topic called Utter Nonsense. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. Now we have the Phoenix line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the listeners and watchers an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic for the next day. Of course, tomorrow's call-in topic is the worst TV series finale ever. What show did you love, but the ending just ruined it for you? Uh, we were talking about Last Man Standing earlier in the entertainment report. Hopefully, that doesn't fall victim to that category. The number for no, the I Phoenix line not. is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired all we ask is that you keep it interesting. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. 
Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about uh, popular sayings that are pretty much utter nonsense. I was helping Jesse, utter. <laughs> helping Jesse the other day with a uh, uh, an email that she was putting together. Uh, she's a regional for a company here that uh, you know she has to send out to her team members, and one of their big sayings, one of the big things that they do is pre-plan, pre-plan this, pre-plan that. And if you think about it, pre-plan means absolutely nothing whatsoever. You're planning to make a plan? I don't think so. You're planning to do whatever, but you're not pre-planning. And so we're going to run down some more popular sayings that uh, just make zero sense. Tony, have you ever heard the saying, money can't buy happiness? Oh, yeah, I've heard that lots. Uh, well, uh, it's utter nonsense. You know, uh, money can buy a lot of things to make you happy. Poverty, no money, can't buy you anything, which is about no, as, as true. true as it gets. Um, money can buy a lot of happiness. Now, it's not everything that makes up a full happy life, but yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be like a you lot said, better off. You're going to be happy, yeah. You mean to tell me that if you had unlimited funds... And then you wanted to splurge and take you, your family, and all your friends on like a, we'll just say like a, uh, to the Bahamas for a week. Like all inclusive, you and your friends. Yeah, come on. You're going to have a damn good time with your family and friends. And it does cost money to do that. But so you're right. Utterly nonsense. You can prove that. Right. And, and like you said, it's not everything like I can make do with what I've had, with I have, you know, but. Yeah, you could definitely buy some happiness. Season pass to Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. Yep. Yeah, not having money, you know, that that is a source for a lot of stress. And uh, stress does not make people happy. Stress is not good. Stress sucks. How about this one, Tone? The customer is always right. Uh, This would be the one time where I'd love to say the S word. So I'm just going to say bull spit. Um, (laughs) Not true. Not true. There's a lot of of crap-tastic people out there. Exactly. This person said, uh, you know, the customer is always right is is missing half of it. The full truism should be the customer is always right in matters of taste only. So if a guy wants a pint of half Bailey's, half orange juice, and he's paying, sure. Lady wants to wear raw turkey as a hat. You do you. But what it doesn't mean is that Kyle and Karen get free reign to treat people like crap because they happen to be handling, handing over money at some stage of the interaction. Yeah, you, you don't get mm. to treat people like garbage just because you're the customer. No. Yeah, but ours is a little worse because you pay to shop there. So we definitely, we're all about it. I mean, I, it's it's the number one job. You want to take care of the uh, member and because uh, we don't call them customers, they're members. Um, but yeah, there is that thing where I, we all know and uh, they're not always right, you know. But like you said, taste-wise, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. You do you. Exactly. Here's one, uh, Tony, being our resident bachelor. I'm sure you've heard plenty of times. Well, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You know what else there's plenty <laughs> of in the sea? Trash. There's there's a lot. Yes, the sea is a big world. But let me just tell you, single people out there, download plenty of fish. And God bless some of these people that put themselves out there. But quality is not there. I continue to get um, told from my friend Annie to uh, get on match and actually pay for it. I haven't done that. You know, I've used the freebies like the Tinders and the Bumbles and this 
there's a reason why you're still single. And yeah, you can meet some nice people off these things. I'm not saying you can't. Uh, my sister met her wife off Plenty of Fish. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. So, um, so it can be done. It's just, it's not as easy as everyone says, like, oh, gee, it's that easy. <laughs> yeah, when you're working 55 hours a week and you're overnight like a vampire, I don't know what the hell you're going to meet, especially in Corona times uh, where everything's locked down. Yeah, so yeah. makes it a little more difficult. Um, now, with yeah. the new Ryan Reynolds match.com commercial, are you a little more tempted to join? <laughs> yeah, I kind of have given myself a personal goal when I need to pull that trigger. I'm not going to reveal that, but uh, okay. <laughs> I, I give I, I in my head I know when that time is. So, so uh, speaking of dating, here's another common phrase that is utterly nonsense, and uh, I this one makes me run to the hills. It says, "If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best." This is like a toxic relationship starter pack. Oh yeah. That's just bad. You can't handle me now, then you don't get the best of me. Well, wow. I don't want. I don't want to see the best of you because I, I'm already good. We're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's... Hey, man, I knew that in my uh, last. Uh, well, I shouldn't say last, <laughs> but last relationship. It was like you know when things were honky dory and they were all great. Who says honky dory? Yeah, apparently yeah, you I do. Guess I do. <laughs> yeah, but when it was going great, it was great. But man, when it went south, man, I wanted off that roller coaster ride quickly. Yeah, yeah, and that's not how you want to start things out in a relationship either. Saying no, like yeah. if I would have, if it would have been like that from the get go, like a weekend or something, I would have been like, yeah, I'm out. See you. <laughs> you know. Uh, speaking of relationships, how about this one? Looks don't matter. Well, the fact is, they do. Not always, not completely, but they very much do matter. Humans are kind of superficial in that regard, and you have to have an attraction to your partner. You know, it, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Well, sorry, I just over talked to you. I have an employee that does that to me. It pisses me off. I apologize. How dare you, Tony? No, I know. Like the like the whole walking over, especially with Zoom, is tough because it mutes the other person. So, <laughs> well, and it's it's just one of those things that you know. Yeah, you can be compatible on any sort of stage, but you know, looks and that attraction are a huge part of any relationship, and it just has to be there. Yeah, well, and I got to tell you too, looks looks is definitely not everything. Because I mean, I've known a, I knew a girl, man, she was just stunningly gorgeous. I mean, just wow, just to me, just beautiful. <laughs> but her personality sucked, man. She was she was pretentious. She was stuck up, and she was just snobby, and just instantly became ugly to me like i just i can't never look at that person in the same light just because of her personality it was just like eh. yeah you know to me personality really defines the attraction you know obviously physical attraction yeah you got to have something that's appealing to your eye personally so yeah looks are not everything is not true because i've met a lot of nice girls that yeah i could date them because their personality is fantastic, but there's not a physical attraction, unfortunately. And it's nothing against them. It just, of, you know, just the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I accept it too. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a lot of girls cup of tea easy on the eyes. You know, some girls are like, eh, he's all right. He's handsome. <laughs> he's, he's okay. That, that weird ass facial hair is not doing much for me, you know, but, uh, well, as we like 
to uh we used to say in the car business there's an ass for every seat so uh you know <laughs> the person is like out it. there it's just finding finding the right one Where? yeah you always wonder i was just tell my friend stacy on the break i asked her if she ever seen uh how i met your mother and uh she said she's seen like one show one episode or whatever and i said well i'm like ted mosby so like my dating life and all that is you just watch that show and that's pretty much me it parallels pretty close here's one similar here's another uh, piece of utter nonsense a phrase that's utter nonsense that uh parents say to their kids all the time it doesn't matter who started it well of course it does even legally the concept of who did what first is recognized as vital um you know it's just a cop out for not wanting to deal with it but ultimately it does matter who started it yeah, it does. It does matter. And then it's more important who finished it, right? Exactly. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. I never understood as a kid uh, when uh, my mom always said, if I got into a fight, just never throw the first punch. And I never understood why. I was like, well, you want to have the advantage. You want to no, because if you get in trouble, you can say they swung first. And exactly. then you're fine because it's self-defense. I got that as an adult later, but as a kid, I never got it. So I'd always wait. Wait for that first one, except for the bully in seventh grade. I knew he was going to kick my butt, so I I swung first. I ended up kicking his butt, so yeah. he finished it. Hey, you took the moral. I mean, he, he started with the antagonizing. He told me he was going to kick my ass after art class and Mr. Tierney's class, and so I went out to that side bathroom. And when he walked in, oh yeah, <laughs> I had to. You, you want to take the moral was, high ground, but I was scared I was going to get killed, and I didn't. In fact, I beat him up. I guess uh, Tony's lesson is if you can't take the moral high ground, try for the cheap shot and, and uh, hope for the best. So. <laughs> it was my last fight. I went out retired, man, like 4 0 in schoolyard scrapyard fights. And then finally, with phrases that are utter nonsense, good things come to those who wait. Well, try waiting your whole life and see what comes to you. It's more about good things come to those who work their asses off. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing just falls in your lap, that's for sure. Nope. Same with dating. Exactly. Doesn't just happen. Well, folks, we are headed into our final segment of the show, This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, December 7th. Who words are hard. No, that might be. December, it's a new month made on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Do, do, do. Sometimes we run smooth, sometimes we don't. Do, 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 do. Well, and the funny thing is, everything was running so smooth. It was fun. It was a great interaction. And, of course, Wi-Fi yeah, decided to like crap on that. like my last relationship. <laughs> but in any case, if you do <laughs> if you do want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, including this one, head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Doozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? How about new? 
And Dr. Evil just doomed us to stay puffed. That's what I do, Christian. I like to throw little freaking bones in your in your little day here on your little radio show. It's all Dr. Evil's fault. Well, folks, while it you... Is. <laughs> While you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And don't be a Karen. <laughs> don't Isn't be it a weird Karen. how caring and Karen sound a, light, a lot alike on the radio? Karen, Karen. Sharon is Karen. Sharon is Karen. Wow. Karen <laughs> is Sharon. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Laces out, Marino. In any case, as we Finkel do... Finkel is a man! As we do at the end of the show, we drop a or little is knowledge. Is a man? Hopefully, uh, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. All right, this day in 1787, Delaware is the first state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Uh, I never have been to Delaware. I never think of Delaware, except for when the name comes up, as Tony is alluding to. I can't help but think of Wayne's World. Let's go to Delaware. Get on up. We're going to go to Delaware. (laughs) Rope and ride. Delaware. (laughs) Delaware. Forget Delaware. I've never... Never never heard of her. If you live in Delaware and you listen to the show or you watch the show, chime in you. because... Uh, and we'll quit making fun. This is what we do in Colorado. We won't quit making fun. We like making fun in Delaware. <laughs> Squeaky chairs. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1868, the Jesse James gang robs a bank in Gallatin, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri kills one. Missouri! <laughs> hey, Jesse! And the gang, you want to rob a bank? We're in Missouri. <laughs> Let's do it. Jesse James. Hey, Jesse. This day in 1877, Thomas Edison demonstrates his phonograph, also known as the gramophone, to the editors of Scientific American. And, of course, that was the first record player of sorts. And uh, it's... Gramophone. Gramophone. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Homer. And... uh... (laughs) I just... I heard that whole thing in his voice. I wish I had Dan Castanella's uh, unique skills to do that. <laughs> but that's how we recorded sounds. It was the first way and, of course, led to what we're doing right now with all of this yeah. wonderful technology that craps out of Edison was fantastic, man. Talk about a creative creative genius, man. Yeah. And to think about with what limitations and what they had to work with back then, it's fascinating. Speaking of fascinating inventions, uh, it's hard to think of life. I got scared because every time I get a call, well, my screen disappears every time I get a stupid phone call. Tell people to stop <laughs> calling you. <laughs> You're in yeah, the middle of something. Don't call me. Well, it's a spam call is no, what I know, it is. I know. <laughs> uh, talking about inventions, I can't imagine life without this one. 1909 inventor Leo Bakeland patents the first thermosetting plastic Bakelite sparking the birth of the plastics industry. Could you imagine life without plastic? No. The plastic creates a lot of uh, everything you see and Just everything about. we use, you know. I'm literally looking around and there's all some some things have some type of plastic on there. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't but- imagine that. What Leo wants, Leo gets. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 
But of okay, course, okay, okay, okay. Of course, pl- okay, okay, okay. Plastic but- doesn't degrade as well, so uh, if you are getting rid of it, make sure you recycle it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, plastic cup, plastic case on my phone, plastic, plastic, plastic. plastic. Yeah. <laughs> we were going yeah, to the same good. place. Good, good stuff. All right, we're on the same page. Boobies. We were yeah. thinking boobies. All right. For the win, Trebek. This day in 1917, the USA's 42nd Rainbow Division arrives in France with Colonel Douglas MacArthur among its ranks. And, of course, there's a picture of him with a badass pipe. It's like this little uh, little thing that comes out, and then the pipe is about that long. It's uh, Hell yeah. Super cool. He had some rainbow hash in there. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> yes, right here. Whoa, the Rainbow Brigade's in town. Don't write about this in the history books one day. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on this day in 1939, Lou Gehrig, 36, is elected to baseball's Hall of Fame. And uh, it's funny, in this picture, he looks a dead ringer for James McAvoy. If they ever did a Lou Gehrig movie, he'd be the person to play it. Oh, sweet. Moving on, a sad point this day in history, and of course, what December 7th is mostly recognized for this day in 1941. Imperial Japanese Navy with 353 planes attacked the U.S. fleet at Pearl Harbor Naval Base in Hawaii, killing 2,403 people. And that is the biggest domestic attack on uh, the U.S., at least as of to date, um, I don't know if the World Trade Center or uh, would be counted as bigger than that, but uh, we certainly remember here on December 7th. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, actually, I know uh, you have done this and I've done this too. Um, we've we've been lucky enough to go to Pearl Harbor before um, and to see, I, I haven't been there since 2006, but to see the ship still in the water, I mean, it's very eerie. Yep. I mean, it's it's just it's crazy to have been there and and what was weird about that one ship is it still like drips a little bit of oil out of it mm-hmm. it's, it's it's strange but uh yeah. you know sad i have no i have no jokes or comments on that um no funny just sad no, just, it's a good day to remember and uh just horrific yeah just horrific. defining moment in u.s history absolutely let's move on to something a little bit lighter this day 1967 otis redding records Sitting on the dock of the bay. Do, 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 do. I am sitting with Grogu as the force comes out today. Do, do, do. Were those his There's original Boba lyrics? Fett over there. Boo, do, 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 do. I don't know. I just say how Grogu wanted to sing along with you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> this day in 1972. <laughs> The Apollo 17 is launched, the final manned lunar landing mission where the crew takes the famous blue marble photo of the entire Earth, if that's, that's what good. they actually did. It's not a sound Yeah, exactly. Stage, right? Well, and another thing, too, they need to quit saying, it's the final trip to space. No, it's not. It's, it's like Elm Street, or, well, Elm Street hasn't been around. I can't use that as a joke. But Friday the 13th, there's always another one. Like, well, now we have Space Mission X. We're up there, and I love it. I love that we're still exploring space. Right. It is neat. Uh, the early stuff, I wonder if that, like, you know, the old conspiracy theories, like if they were fake or not. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I believe they really went up there. But, like, the pictures and stuff, I don't know if the technology was that good to film it and stuff. I don't know. Tony, Tony the Flat Earther. <laughs> no. The Earth is flat. No, the Earth is definitely round. 
It's yeah. definitely round. Well, we know Elon Musk is trying to get back to the moon and, of course, eventually over to Mars. And I, my, I'm hopeful that that happens in our lifetime because that would I be awesome see it. to yeah. see. Yeah, well, I love that we have a rover on uh, Mars. I think that's cool. And it still yeah. sends high digital pictures and stuff like that uh, from up there. I think that's very, very cool. Yeah. It, all that stuff is fascinating to me. Definitely. This day in 1973. I want aliens to show up, just not like Independence Day style. No, no. Happy aliens. Well, this day in mm-hmm. 1973, like e. Paul McCartney and Wings released Band on the Run in the UK. Probably one of their... Band on the Run. Probably their That's biggest cool. song uh, of his solo career. Yeah. Uh, I read an article, almost put in entertainment news. They interviewed McCartney, and he said if the Beatles were still alive, the other two were still alive today... He doesn't feel like they would have ever reunited. Interesting. Like he doesn't feel like at any point they would have come back together. Um, I mean, you can never, I, you can't ever answer that question. But mm. you know, it would have been interesting to see. Yeah. You know. Uh, speaking of actors that will never reunite, sadly, this day in 1979, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, the first movie of the series, premieres, directed by Robert Wise, starring William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy. Of course, Leonard Nimoy passed away a few years back, but uh, you know that that first movie was born. What is with all this stuff on the Phoenix Show? What is going on? <laughs> Yeah, so in any case, let's move on to the holidays before we wrap things up today. Holidays! This is the time where technology can crap out. Holidays! <laughs> today is International Civil Aviation Day. Basically, if you fly in an airplane, you recognize today. Today is letter writing, letter writing Day, so uh, put down the keyboard, write a letter. It is obviously National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Mm. It, it is Walt Disney Day. Of course. Oh, boy. <laughs> in this day in history. That's my creator, Walt. Don't know exactly hey, why that's the case, but uh, that is what it is. And finally, today is National Cotton Candy Day. So if you like uh, stringy sugar, go get some cotton candy. Yeah, Join- or go get a bang energy drink. Cotton candy bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Join us tomorrow when we come back with a brand new episode on a Tuesday with Animal Tales. Hopefully. Taco Tuesday, baby. Yeah, no technical issues. Folks, we will see you tomorrow. No whammy, don't jinx it. No whammy, no whammy. Stop. Thank you.